the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome to the show. This is another episode of The Boys of Tech. This is episode 337 for the week commencing Monday the 22nd of June 2015. My name is Edwin Herman, your host this week. Looking ahead at the uh, stories, there is, a, uh, I guess, one of the most annoying features of Facebook coming to Twitter. Uh, we'll talk about that shortly. But first up, Microsoft caused a whole bunch of confusion over its Windows 10 Insider program. A lot of people thought, okay, so Windows 10 is free for everyone. Uh, that was based on a somewhat misleading blog post uh, from Microsoft. Well, it turns out that uh, it's not the case. Microsoft, <laughs> you know, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Uh, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And all those sorts of sayings apply here. So, so how this all started was that the blog post from Microsoft said that Windows Insider is running the Windows 10 Insider preview with their registered Microsoft accounts connected to their PC will receive the final release build of Windows 10 starting on the 29th of July. So as long as you're running uh, an Insider preview build and that you, you know, you've connected your Microsoft account with that machine, then you will receive the Windows 10 final release and it will remain activated. Now, the key word here, or the key words is remain activated. Those were later removed because what Microsoft Microsoft didn't intend for that to be the case. What they intend to have happen is that they will indeed provide users with the uh, final release build of Windows 10, those who have had a Windows 10 preview installed, but it won't necessarily be activated. And in fact, it will only be activated if you have a valid uh, Windows 8, uh, I think Windows 7 or Windows 8.1 already installed or previously installed so you must have an activated in other words a legal non-pirated version of windows 7 or windows 8.1 in order to get the full version of windows 10 a lot of people were (laughs) confused by this and a lot of people thought that this was uh, a bit of an amnesty for those with pirated versions of windows who could effectively register and get a full version of windows 10 free ah well there you go it's not the case but you know there's uh, a lot less value in operating systems now than there ever was uh you know with more and more things being offered as a service you know the operating system is is becoming less important in itself and and more of something that i think people just expect so this model could change down the track anyway but there you go that sets the record straight unless you have a legal genuine in other words a genuine activated version of windows 7 or windows 8.1 unless you have that you will not get an activated version of windows 10 period 
Right. Well, that was the confusion created by Microsoft. Now, how about this from Apple? Apple Music is, uh, I think they're offering you three months of uh, fr- music for free as a, as a free trial. Great. Now, unfortunately, though, this is upsetting artists because Apple weren't intending on paying royalties during that period. So... Uh, I think one of the artists claimed, uh, who was that? Oh, that was the uh, front man for Brian Jonestown Massacre. His name is Anton Newcomb. Now, he uh, on Twitter said that uh, they offered a deal, uh, Apple offered him a deal, saying that they want to stream his music free for three months, in other words, no royalty payments, and that if he said no, that they would take his music off iTunes. So... uh, Apple really aren't giving these artists much of a choice if what Anton Newcomb has alleged is true. How do you feel about this? On one hand, for the three months that Apple is offering free music to a consumer, Apple isn't receiving any money for that. So should they be expected to pay royalties on that? Now, on the other hand, you can argue that, well, That's Apple's prerogative to offer it for free. Why should the artists be forced or bullied into uh, providing their music for free just because the retailer, Apple, wishes to offer the music free to, to its customers? I guess I sit in that second camp. I think, you know, Apple can give away music if they like. They can, uh... Uh, they can pay people to listen to music if they really wanted to. But I think they should be independent of the deals struck with artists. Unless, of course, the artist agrees and says, look, we'll work with you, Apple. Uh, if you are offering a, you know, my music for free for three months, I'm happy for you not to pay me any royalties. Now, of course, if both sides agree to that, where's the problem? I think, of course, it's complicated by the fact that, you know, according to... Anton Newcomb, that Apple is effectively, I don't really want to use the word blackmail, but it's looking a little bit like that, by saying that that if the artist doesn't accept royalty-free streaming for the three-months free trial, that their music will be taken off iTunes. Yeah, it doesn't seem very fair when you look at it that way. And uh, last story for the international section. Yes, the arguably most annoying feature from Facebook is coming to Twitter. Wait for it. Yes, it's the autoplay, or perhaps, as it's dubbed, the autoplague. That's where there's a, you know, videos or animated GIFs, uh, you know, play automatically in your feed rather than you having to, you know, click or tap. That's so annoying. And in fact, there are websites, I think break.com is one of them that comes to mind, that the ad plays, there's there's an ad in a corner. So it's not embedded in the video, it's in a completely separate part of the page. And it plays, it's on autoplay. And the sound comes through. So even if you've got the main video of your, you know, of what you're wanting to watch full screen, the advertisement in the background is playing as well. And you can hear the sound from that. It's really, really annoying. So Twitter have said, look, they're going to let users disable that feature if they want. Uh, yeah, I'd, you know, I think it's all about the ad revenue, to be honest. That's kind of where it is, you know, money talks. So you've been warned. 
that's what's coming to Twitter. People on uh, you know Facebook users have you know have experienced this already, and it's not particularly popular with the users. And uh, I I think you know it's going to be the same with Twitter, but it's good for Twitter, right? Because there's uh, there's going to be an increase in the in the ad revenue. Quite how effective that is, I don't know. Look, personally, if I was an advertiser, I wouldn't want my ad to be autoplayed. I'd want someone to either look at a, a preview or a static image of my advertisement and think, oh yeah, that that might interest me. I'll click on that and play the advertisement. Because you then you know the person's interested. It's more targeted. If it auto plays, it's not so you know targeted. It's just broadcast. So I, I'm not so convinced that I'm not convinced that the the hit rate is. In fact, I I'll say it the other way around. I'm convinced the hit rate is going to go down. Anyway, the, or the conversion rate, and that uh, I guess concludes the international section. But don't go away. Right after this, we've got one New Zealand story for you. Hey, welcome back. Now, we talked about Global Mode a while ago. This is the service that some ISPs here in New Zealand were offering that allowed you or effectively mimicked your internet connection originating from another country or or being in another country, typically the United States of America. What that meant was that subscribers could get access to content that was normally geo-blocked. In other words, restricted from certain areas. And uh, anyway, that's uh, come to a head right now because uh, Sky TV, who opposed this, has said it's dropping legal proceedings against the ISPs who were offering such a service and that they've reached a settlement with them, obviously out of court. And part of the terms of that settlement is that Global Mode will no longer be offered by those ISPs here in New Zealand from the 1st of September this year onwards. So there you go. What's your position on this? Do you think that it's unfair that if ISPs want to offer such a service, they should be allowed to? Or do you see it from the other side as well, where... Sky Television has a right to be upset because it has paid a good deal of money for exclusive rights to certain content. So why should the competition be able to offer uh, access to that same content? The key word here is exclusive, right? If you're paying for exclusive rights in your region and someone else is able to offer that content somehow through a backdoor or otherwise, then you, you, you don't really have an exclusive deal, do you? So what are your thoughts on that? Throw some comments on our website, boysoftech.com, under episode 337. I'd love to read your comments. That pretty much concludes episode 337. Thank you very much for joining me, and uh, we hope you'll join us again next week. Until then, have a fantastic next seven days. Till then, goodbye. Goodbye.